Good evening, and welcome to Sacred Sentiments with Rev. Mickey. I just wanted to stop by this evening and to encourage someone, remind someone, or challenge someone to let you know that someone is waiting for you, waiting for you to start your business, waiting for you to begin your book or complete your book waiting for you. I was at Walmart the other evening and something I will say strange happened, but as a disclaimer, while we encourage women when they're with children not to talk to strangers, I was in Walmart, well, rather we were in Walmart leaving in the parking lot. And as we were trying to find the car, a lady yelled out, Hello, beautiful family. How are you today? And I said, fine. We're doing fine. And she said, I'll be with you shortly to get your cart. So my son looked at me and I looked at him and I was like, hmm. He said, Mommy, does she work at Walmart? And I said, I don't know, but let's hurry up and get to the truck because as a disclaimer, we really shouldn't be talking to strangers and it was in the evening. But then I was reminded of Hebrews, the 13th chapter, verse 2. Do not forget to entertain strangers, for by doing so, some have unwittingly entertained angels. I heard her yelling out through the parking lot, Take your time, I'll come find you. Take your time. But in that take your time, we were hurriedly trying to get to the truck to leave and as we were approaching the truck some four aisles over from where we first met her she found us and she said I didn't forget about you I'm a woman of my word I was a bit flabbergasted that she found us she took our cart and she went on to say essentially that she had worked at Walmart some years ago and they fired her because she wasn't able to get to work and her husband is sick they have children they didn't have any place to live but they were living in a motel she didn't have any money for food she hadn't gotten a paycheck yet but she did get a job it was closer to where they were living it was paying more money they were training her she'll be able to get a certificate so even in the midst of everything that she was going through even those things that she lost God was still moving God was still opening doors And she said, the only way that I know how to ask for help is to be transparent. So I thought, being transparent, how how can she in her vulnerable state be so transparent, but yet we as Christians struggle with that so. She went on to say that her husband needed dialysis and She had been in Walmart getting carts from customers, volunteering, 
because that's how she was trying to get some extra money. She was volunteering. It was cool. It was nighttime. But yet she was outside working. But she was also outside giving a testimony. She was also outside telling about the goodness of God. And so she said, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to do. And I said, I'm sorry, I don't have any money to give you, but what I can do is pray. And she said, oh, please, can you do that? Please, can you do that? When you get home, just call my name. And I said, well, I don't need to wait till I get home to call your name. I looked at her badge and her name was Sheena. I called her by name. I said, Sheena, I don't need to wait. We can pray now. So I prayed, we prayed, and she was just so grateful for the encounter, for the prayer, for the encouragement. And she left still giving God thanks, still giving God thanks in that what she lost, even though she wasn't or isn't where she wants to be, she can still see the hand of God moving upon her and her family's life. And as we got in the truck, Gavin said, Mommy, how does it feel to do what you went to school to do? I started laughing. I said, what do you mean? How does it feel to go to school to do what I do? And I said, what did I go to school for, Gavin? <laughs> he, said, he said to pray for people, to help people, to tell them about God. So that in hindsight, I was like, wow, okay. He's watching. And he's listening. And I said it felt good, Gavin. It felt good to be able to be present and to help someone. And he said, if I had it to give, I would give her all the money I had. So I wanted to share this with you to say that even though... I couldn't give her monetary gain. I felt I gave her what she needed at that moment. And that's what I want to encourage you that many times we sit on our gifts. Many times we sit on the doors that God has opened because we have regrets or we have fears. But this is the season now to utilize and to put into practice and put into action everything that God has birthed you with. Somebody's waiting. Somebody is in need of the gifts that you have that only you can bring to fruition. I can't do what you can do, nor can you do what I can do. But if we all do what God has entrusted us to do, I do believe that the world will be a better place. I do believe that more people will be encouraged and inspired and convicted and challenged to continue to press, to continue to do the work, to continue to seek God, to continue to serve God. It's time to do the work. I met her by happenstance because my flesh was saying let me hurry up and get to my truck because I don't know who this lady is I don't know what she can do I don't know who she's with 
that one encounter could have put my family in danger. But God, I was obedient to the instruction to just be still, to be present, and to give her God, to give her encouragement, to give her hope. That's what somebody needs from you. Don't waste another minute in regret and fear, worrying about what people might think or what people might do when you begin to operate in your gifts. Because if God has called you to it, he has equipped you with it. The world can't do anything but be receptive to it. So I pray that you be encouraged to continue to do the work to continue to do the work because you never know who's watching. You never know who you need to bless. It's time to do the work.